What's up, y'all? Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Tea Podcast. I am so excited about this topic today. So in all transparency, before I recorded this episode, I had a whole other topic um, ready to go. Like, I already knew what I was going to talk about. And then between me picking the topic and me actually recording it, Um, some interesting things took place, some interesting discussions took place on social media. And I thought that this was a great time to talk about this topic. I mean, come on, toxic friendships. I mean, I think we all have a little bit of something that we can add to this discussion. And so I want to get this tea out now while it is piping hot and to really, you know, really explore toxic friendships. And so if you have ever been in a toxic friendship, um, if you've been the toxic person or on the receiving end, or if you want to know how to identify whether or not you're in a toxic friendship, then stick around because we're also going to talk about um, ways to address toxic friendships and ultimately how to separate yourself gracefully from those. So let's get into it. So firstly, I want to start off with this new kind of buzzword that's going around. And I say buzzword. (laughs) I I call things buzzwords when I feel like they kind of annoy me and that they don't have valid reasoning behind them being a buzz. So, So the buzz or yeah, the buzz phrase, I guess you could say it's a phrase or a description, low maintenance friendships. So I have really been seeing that a lot. And don't be offended if you are a person that have said, you know, that you enjoy low maintenance friendships or you need low maintenance friendships because you may or may not still be able to relate to where I'm going with this. But I hear a lot of talk about low maintenance friendships. And the reason why I don't think low maintenance friendships exist because friendships are a type of relationship and any relationship that you have is going to require effort is going to require work in order for it to be healthy. I don't care what type of relationship it is. So when I think of something being low maintenance, I think of something like you don't really have to do much. When I think of low maintenance, (laughs) I think of a short hairstyle. Like, you know, you kind of just wash it and, you know, you don't really got to do too much to it. I, I mean, short, like a Holly Berry style, right? You know, you don't really have to do much low maintenance. You know, when I think of low maintenance, I think of something that you don't have to really do much, something that's kind of carefree. And personally, I could never consider any type of friendship to be low maintenance. Okay. So we just going to start there. Okay. So what really got me bent out of shape was the post that the shade room posted. Um, they reposted, um, the games, um, 
he he made a post about friendship. So so I'm gonna read it and we really just we gonna unpack it because you know if you're my friend on social media, you saw all of the commentary and um about this post and all of the discussion and I must say it was healthy discussion. I I really appreciated everybody who commented. Um I agree with some things, I disagree with some things, but that's the good thing about being an adult is that um, you can have your perspective while respectfully allowing other people to feel how they feel. So I'm going to read this and, and then we're going to unpack it a little bit. So it says, y'all put too much pressure on friends. We are all grown now. If a friend can't make it, they can't make it. If you ain't talked to your friend in two weeks, that's okay. If they go sit, if they got to sit out of your birthday festivities because money funny, that's okay. We grown now. Got kids, husbands, boyfriends, wives, girlfriends, and careers. It's just not enough time in a day to give your man, kids, customers, clients, work, friends, siblings, etc. 100% and still be mentally stable. We are at an age now where it's when we see each other, we see each other. When we do, be present and love on each other during that time. So, initially, I just thought that was a crock. I just really did because, yes, we all have lives. We all have stuff going on. There are periods of time where we are ghosts a little bit because we trying to get ahead or something or we're trying to do something, okay? But that never means that you don't have time to nurture a healthy friendship because I believe that people make time for what they want to make time for. So you're going to make time in the way that you can that is the most beneficial to your friendship. But if you ask me, I feel like it depends on who that person is. There are some people that while I'm going through my trials and tribulations in life and depression or whatever it is that I may be going through, I may seek comfort from them. I may reach out out to them a little bit more and not to put my baggage off on them and tell them about all of the shit that I got going on, but just to be in their space, right? Just to be, um, you know, comforted by their spirit and, and who they are. But there are other people where if I'm going through certain things or certain stuff in my life or whatever, you won't hear from me because that's a low maintenance friendship. One that is kind of like, okay, you know, it's kind of like, kind of carefree, whatever, one that, you know, I'm not that interested in and putting a whole lot of effort into. So I want to break down specifically a couple of the things that he, that he mentioned. Okay. So when he said, you know, if you can't make it, you can't make it. If they can't come to your birthday because they're money funny, it should be okay. If you haven't talked in two weeks, it should be okay. Okay. Yes. He has a valid point to an extent. So I want to talk about patterns, okay, because whether or not all of those things are okay, once again, depends on who we're talking about. If you have a friend that consistently, okay, doesn't show up, that you consistently don't talk to or don't communicate with for, 
you know, longer periods of time, then to me, I don't feel like that's a healthy friendship. Um, I really don't. And I think that it is toxic thinking to think that it is and that it's okay. Truthfully, I mean, I mean, that's just, I mean, think about that. Seriously, like think about the patterns. If you have somebody that consistently does that, I mean, all the time over whatever the period of time that your friendship has been, for me, absence does not make the heart grow fonder. It, it really doesn't. So I really do make a, a real effort to reach out to some of my friends that I don't talk to as much more just to let them know. And it's whether it's dropping a text, whether it's a phone call, um, a back and forth on social media, whatever it may be, I make a, a real effort because yes, I do have friends that I go longer periods of time without talking to, but it's always been that way, right? So that happening doesn't make me feel some type of way. It's not different. It's just that they're over here, I'm over there, and when we meet in the middle, it's like, boom. So you have to look at patterns. Now, if you have somebody that's in your space, that's been in your space, and are consistently in your space, but they consistently don't show up, are not there for you in the way that you are for them, you don't feel that support, the money is always funny when it comes to doing something for you, whenever you have somebody that's in your space like that, to me, in my opinion, and you may not agree, I don't feel that that's healthy, and I feel like that has a very high degree of toxicity to it. So now that we understand, you know, through kind of looking at that post, um, some of like patterns, you know, which are important to consider, let's just jump right into how do you know if you are in a toxic friendship? And the first thing, the first way I'm going to say that, you know, is that if you know, you know, listen to your heart, listen to your gut right listen to your feelings right take inventory of your feelings when you think about that person when that person is around or when you really just reflect over that friendship if it's not a good vibe if you got more negative things to say if you have you know, ill, just odd feelings, that's anything other than happy, warm, um, then it's, it's a toxic friendship. So that's the first way that you know is that you have to listen to your gut. When my, my, when my gut tells me that something is not right about somebody or I'm just really not feeling them, then that's just the way it is. I don't care how much I try to put that to the side and still mess with them or still be cool with them or still try to build a friendship with them when it ain't right you know it ain't right. So listen to that because we, we've we been given that type of intuition to protect us from harm. So if you feel that it's toxic and that it's not right for you, then believe that it's not. Another way that you might know that you are in a toxic friendship 
is baby you feel like you competing in the olympics okay because that's all it is is a big ass competition it's always a comparison right you get something and ooh, now all of a sudden they got something. You interested in something, okay? Now they interested in it, okay? There, there's all this like kind of like secret competition, and you might unconsciously start trying to one up them. Like you might be trying to beat them to the punch and do something right. And they go overtime to make sure that you see that they one upped you. Or that they're that they caught up with you. You did it, they do it too, right? So when you feel like you competing with somebody or that it's like this low-key um competition, that's not a friend. It's a frenemy. That's what it is. It's a frenemy. It's an enemy that's disguised as a friend. So anybody who you feel like you in constant competition with, you can't just do you and just do you without them doing you too then that's toxic, right? And then not only is it toxic, but that individual has a self-esteem issue and some personal complexes that they need to address. So if you compete in that, it's not a friendship, it's toxic. Another way that you can tell that you are in a toxic friendship is if that friend doesn't celebrate your wins right if they are only present when you're down and out right that that's a tactic I feel like that's a tactic when you have a person that is there for you when something is going wrong when you're down when you are you know struggling in some shape or form or in an unhealthy relationship whatever negative it is that you have going on in your life and that person is there for you again that's an enemy in disguise because they come to pretend like they're there for you and there to support you and like they have your back but really they secretly are taking some type of enjoyment or satisfaction in the fact that you are down And it makes them feel that much better about whatever bullshit that they have going on in their world. So, of course, they're front and center when you're down. But when you are up, when you are happy, when you are winning, they're not as loud. They're more withdrawn. They're more in the background, right? They're not right there to celebrate with you, right? Some people would even accuse them of being jealous, which may or may not be true. But in general, just just overall, if you are friends with a person who doesn't celebrate your wins with you and they're only there for the down moments, then that's probably a toxic friendship. Another sign that you may be in a toxic friendship is if, Every time y'all link up, every time y'all do something, it's a Debbie Downer vibe, and it's all about them, okay? Imagine, you know, linking up with your friend, and y'all gonna go out, have a good time, and all they talk about is themselves. 
their family, their life, what they got going on, fucked up in their world, what's good, what sucks, what's this. I mean, just uh, just imagine. If that happens all the time, then that's toxic. Because are they inquiring about how you are? How have things been for you? How is your family doing? How's work, right? If it's always woe is me, I got this going on, I'm down to my last 50 cents, whatever it is that they got got, got going on. If it's always that every single time and the focus is on them and it's never anything about you, then that's toxic. It's one-sided, right? Because it's all about them. It's all about what they got going on. It's all about their issues. It's all about their wins. But they're never intentional about seeing how you are and don't let it be something that is meant for the attention to be on you you know um you know a, a graduation or you're celebrating something a birthday or something like that don't let that specifically be something that's to focus on you where it really should be about you then they take that and like a leech they they attach right to it and they suck the life out of it and they make it about them. That is toxic. Do you hear me? That is toxic. That is a very, very toxic friendship. This next one, this is a big one. And this is one just like over the past year that I have been really like being intentional about watching out for. And when I see it, I start like dodging it like the plague. So when you are friends with somebody and your vibe doesn't match their vibe. Now, again, back to our discussions about patterns. I'm not talking about a time or two where y'all talk or y'all link up and you up and they're down. Because, again, life happens. Shit happens, right? So our moods are not always going to match. Yeah, it's going to be some times where I'm just not feeling it today. And you are so damn happy you could do a cartwheel. Like, yeah, it will be times like that. So I'm talking about patterns, right? So if if this is not a pattern, then okay. It's, it's probably safe to say it's not toxic. But we're talking about if this is a pattern where y'all vibes don't match. And I'll give you an example. If every time you link up with somebody, all they have to talk about is sad, mad depressing shit I mean imagine you being on this journey um trying to navigate a a mental illness or maybe you coming out of something that had you down and now you have found um peace and you're feeling uplifted you're feeling empowered you're feeling motivated but when you link up with with this quote-unquote friend or you talk to them it's all down it's all heavy it's all baggage right that shit is toxic that shit is so toxic and it is it's it's poisonous like it's it's infectious like and if you are on the up and you are trying to clear your space y'all vibe don't match and so that friendship will never bring you 
peace. You will never feel good vibes because y'all vibes don't match. Okay. So that's another um, sign that you may be in a toxic friendship, right? If every time you talk to your friend and you like, let's do something, let's hang out. And they like, let's hit the club. Right. If you're not a clubber, if you a mom and you a wife and clubbing is not your thing. And every time you talk to them, it's all about hitting the next club. That's not the that's not a friendship for you. That's toxic. Right. Because it it doesn't match your feng shui. Like it's it's not you guys don't vibe. You don't click. So if your vibe is always lowered. Because of that individual, you guys aren't on the same wave. And so that can be very toxic to you. Now, this next one doesn't necessarily mean that the friendship is toxic. However, it may have a toxic effect on you. So being around individuals we're not just talking about the vibe like you know the debbie downer shit and all of that we're not talking about the vibe but i'm talking about the same wave like on the same page in the same direction kind of like when you are you simply put you know in the company of people who just don't have shit on the floor i mean that can be very toxic to you right I to be completely honest with you I'm just I have a heavy interest in people that's just getting it and I love being a part of that conversation I love being able to hear about um my friends endeavors their accomplishments you know what you know the what the what's the next goal that they're working towards just seeing them get it promotions new jobs pay increases, just buying a new home, a new car, upgrade this, upgrade that. Like, I like being in the company of people that are like that. And so call it what you want. I've been called judgmental, bougie, whatever you want to call it. But I love being in the company of people who got some shit on the floor. When I'm in the company of people that are stuck in piss poor mindsets, that are stuck in just you know want to stay at rock bottom just don't you know don't have no sense of direction in the world I feel heavy like I feel lower around that people like that so to a certain extent that can make a friendship toxic because I kind of think of it as being unequally yoked In the Bible, the Bible talks about not being unequally yoked in a marriage. So I also believed that you should not be unequally yoked in a friendship because it's toxic, right? Think about that. Imagine having your shit together and wanting to book a trip and go out of town. And you look around and you don't have not one person in your circle that you can ask and count on for them to go because everybody got a fucking problem and nobody got their shit together. And again, I'm going back to patterns, right? Yes, 
Now, everybody done fell on hard times where they're like, damn, I can't, I can't do it this time or I got this going on, right? But if you look over just the, the entirety of the friendship and you can literally count time after time after time after time after time that this or that was an issue, then yes, that shit can be very fucking toxic. Now, really, we could go on for days because there are so many things that really can constitute a toxic friendship. I mean, lying, uh, jealousy, envy, you know, hating, you know, how many of y'all are friends with people that's really low key hating on y'all? Right. They ain't really happy for you for real. They really low key. They really feel a kind. Of, they feel a kind of way. They haters. So we could go on for days about um, signs that you may be in a toxic friendship. But what I really want to close it out and spend a little bit more time on is ways that you can navigate being in a toxic friendship. And the number one way to navigate it is to leave that bitch. Like <laughs> exit. Right. We at the age now where it don't have to be beef, right? It doesn't have to be beef. You don't have to fall out with somebody to gracefully separate yourself. And you can do one of two things, you know? You can cold turkey, just quit messing with that person, right? Actually, three things. Or the second thing is you can have a conversation and say, hey, this friendship is no longer serving me. I'm not getting things, anything uh, meaningful out of it. And this is the way it makes me feel. I don't think that that can be repaired. And so respectfully, I don't really want to mess with you like that. I wish you the best. But the third thing that you can do is that you can put that person in a category and deal with them accordingly. Maybe that's not the person that you go to when you really, really need something, when you really need to count on somebody, when you really want to book that trip. That's not the person that you invite, right? Maybe that is the friendship that you categorize as the low-maintenance friendship. So to me, that's the first thing that you can do to navigate it is to just separate yourself from it separating yourself from a toxic friendship or simply ending a toxic friendship has a very similar emotional impact to a breakup or divorce I mean if you've experienced a friendship breakup then you know that those can be painful, they can be hurtful, and they can be hard. So after separating or ending a toxic friendship, you actually start going on a healing journey, kind of like a, a detox. One of the things that is important to know as you are moving forward from a toxic friendship, be comfortable with having a standard for friends. I always talk about this in some of my posts and on my social medias or whatever, that it is so important to have standards. And that goes for everything. You have to have standards. Do not feel bad for having standards for the type of friendships that you are going to have. I'm literally just at 34 years old, starting to feel like 
I have set standards for the people that I want to call friends. Yes, I have some check boxes. And if you don't check off those boxes, then you're going to be treated accordingly. You're not going to be somebody that I consider a friend, right? So be comfortable with having standards. Decide what kind of people you want in your circle and have those type of people. There is nothing in the world that says you got to have a big-ass circle of friends, right? Understand that quality over quantity. Understand that quality over quantity quantity so have some standards if your standard is friends that have a certain you know educational status or a certain professional status or whatever it may be I don't feel that that's being judgmental I really don't it's not saying that you know it's not a put down to other people who don't check off those boxes that you have, but it just says that this is my standard, right? Some people have standards about the restaurants that they eat at. I know somebody who only eat at five-star restaurants, right? <laughs> that's bougie as hell, <laughs> but that's her standard. She loves fine dining and she's a very classy person who enjoys going to upscale fine dining restaurants. And so she likes, that's that's the only place, types of places that she will frequent for food. Now, do I see myself hanging out with that person a lot? Because, hi damn, I don't really like to spend that much money on food. I'm cheap as hell. <laughs> but, again, I'm not mad at that individual for having that standard. So, have some standards for the people that you call friends. Also, make sure that you are not being cheated, right? You do not have to settle for the bare minimum, right? Don't think that just because somebody shows up means that they were really there because how they show up also makes a difference, right? Don't, I, I don't want no half-ass effort because I'd rather you just not do anything. Like, I, I don't want to be cheated. And I don't have to accept these mediocre and basic attempts at nurturing a healthy friendship. I don't like it. I don't want it. And so if you feel the same, if you're on the same wave, then you don't have to accept it either. So make sure that you're not being cheated. Make sure that you're not putting more into a friendship than you are getting out of it. Make sure that you are not enabling a toxic friendship. Make sure that you are not adding the fuel to keep it going. Cut it off. Stop it. So I see that a lot when, you know, don't go, don't keep going overboard to celebrate somebody and they do the min the bare minimum when it's time to celebrate you. Like you don't have to accept that. That's that's bare minimum. That's basic bitch. It's giving not equality. Like you don't have to accept that. So just make sure that you're getting out what you're putting in. Be around like-minded individuals. If you believe in healthy friendships, be around people who values that 
as well. Be around people with the same idea. Be around people that are in the same space as you. Do you have to be around people that are all, everybody got to be doing the exact same thing? No, of course. Differences is, is, is what makes relationships and friendships unique. But at least somebody that, you know, in a circle of people who have kind of like the same mentality, you know, a similar drive, you know, that are passionate, right? Be around like-minded individuals. I mean, because that really will help to motivate you. I learned so much um from my friends and just being in a space like yesterday talking to my homegirl on FaceTime literally for like almost two hours but when I got off I just I was in such a happy place and the conversation ranged from some woe is me stuff to I'm sorry I couldn't get to this to I, I've been thinking about this job opportunity and I'm this is where I'm thinking about going exploring and I'm doing this in school. I mean, it was a wide variety of stuff that we covered, but I felt genuine love and I felt empowered. I felt empowered to start thinking about doing something that I hadn't even really seriously considered, but I just was able to feed off of that energy and that drive because she has such a drive for life and just is one of those people that's just getting it. And when we have conversations, I I love it because I'm just soaking it up. Like my mind, the wheels in my head start turning and it's like, what's next for me? And, and really just, I mean, I just felt so warm and that w- that's just a relationship that I, I love and I cherish really like one of my closest friends. So get you some people like that. Get you some people in your circle like that. And I guarantee you it will change your life. And to really close it all out, the last thing that I think is important as you are eliminating toxic friendships from your space the the most one of the most important things that you can do to help you to nurture and maintain healthy friendships is to learn how to be a better you and that includes learning to be by yourself if you go through a period of time where you really only have one or two solid good friends be thankful for that right quality over quantity because as you are working on you you are able to get in touch with what it is that you actually need out of friendships and so when you go out into the world right however you show up you're going to attract exactly what it is that you need in a friend like meeting people and building friendships is comparable to meeting a partner a love interest right y'all get to know each other y'all see what y'all have in common right you learn things about that person and and you start to gravitate towards them based off of those commonalities and based off that person but be okay with that period of time where it's just you doing you and you're just on your own matter of fact you need that time and you need that space because that way you can work on showing up as a good friend so that you are building healthy friendships because how you show up matters because that's really how a toxic friendship comes to be. One or both people 
they showed up with the toxicity and there you have it it's simple math so work on yourself be okay if you don't have any friends or if you just have one or two good friends cherish those and focus on how you're showing up in those friendships and it's a wrap Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Tea Podcast. I really hope you took something from this episode today that you can use to help you show up better in your friendships and eliminate toxic friendships. Uh, Do away with that saying, no new friends. Making new friends is one of the best things that you can ever do, but just make sure that those friendships are right. Until next time.